Hello and welcome to Finding Your Inner Space with me, Kane, and my co-host, fellow podcaster, fellow inner spacer, Emily. Emily, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, I'm reflecting on the past week and I was just thinking the other day about how um, me and my partner went to Draycott Water um, we were going to have the best time. Oh, we were just so happy, you know, to be in each other's company. Happy in love. Happy in love, yeah. Just, oh, everything was going to be perfect. And, uh, yeah, we got there and um, I just thought it was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's for, I was waiting for the, um, the punchline, the and then. You know, it rained or... Where was it? Drake Dra- 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 Water. Yeah, it's near Rugby. Is. I hadn't been okay. before. And what is it? Like a walk? It's a bit like a really big reservoir that has really high expectations. It sounds it sounds like a theme park. Yeah, it does a bit. Because Dra- it's, it's like Drayton Manor. Yes, that's yeah, what in yeah. my head. Yeah, it's, like, it's nothing like that. It's Just like the opposite. Walk around in silence. Yeah, I just felt like... Sometimes you really big up your expectations, don't you? Mm-hmm. And the reality was, thankfully, he was also really bored. So we actually turned around and left. Fair enough. And I was really ready to be at one with nature. Take and your shoes off. Yeah. Back. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, but I did this grounding exercise with him to try and make us present and in the moment. And it actually worked quite well. Yeah. Um, it was about the senses and, you know, talk about what we could see, what we could smell, what we could hear. And it did actually really help. Mm. We had a better time. After Sounds that. like you've got a thrilling relationship there. Yeah, I didn't mean it in the respect we were bored of each other, finding no. each other's company. But, you know, when you're like, I didn't want to say I'm finding this really boring. Y- yeah. But then I did. At least, yeah, at least he felt the same. Yeah, exactly. And that was the real test, you see. Yeah. If he was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is the best yeah, I've be ever like, had. You'd have to with the wrong the person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit late for that, isn't it? Yeah, that was the test. But, you know, Draycott Water was actually really nice for some people. I don't want to put anyone off it. Well, is it all right if you've got a dog? Yeah, we did actually think if we had a dog or with my stepson, it'd be fine. Because, yeah. you know... Everything's good with a dog because you can just go, oh, look, the dog's running around. Yeah, right, exactly. I think it's... it was the same view. It was like, oh, still looking at that bit of water. <laughs> it's not changing. The angle's not changing. Yeah, mm. so I was just thinking about um, expectation versus reality and, and the pressure of trying to have fun as well. Yeah. Yeah, so that's me. I've just done Debbie Downer. I can Debbie Upper. Oh, you Debbie Upper Is that a then? thing? Yeah, An you upper. Debbie Upper. Uh, to do with water as well, I went to Stony Cove swimming. So the diving centre, for anybody that doesn't know, it's a um, really cool place. I've never been before. I've literally never even been down there before. Have you been to Stony Cove before? Yeah. It's like an incredible place. At least one person dies over it. Dies over. I you. know. Yeah, this is the thing. I but don't not from the swimming, swim. from is the diving. Not? Okay. From the diving, okay. which I wasn't doing. I was going it's... for a, a cold water swim. It's very deep. Very deep. Really deep. You've got to can't think about that. That's what I can't I'm think about, about that. You get halfway around swimming. If you think this is so deep, you. Oh, it's making me feel it. a bit anxious. Just yeah, I get. I feel more anxious thinking about it than when I do it. I just Ooh. do it. Okay. So you get. I got there and I had this wetsuit on. So water was like eight degrees, and so I get there and I went with my friend, and I saw a couple of people I know, and there was, they clearly done it a lot. They'd done like channel swimming and stuff, and they looked at me in my wetsuit and they went. That wetsuit's going to offer you no protection. It's the first thing they said to me. 
He's like, you might as well go in there with skins. What's the point? And I was like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I was like, is it cold? They were like, yeah, it's really cold. Like, no, like, support, no, nothing. Oh, gosh. So I'm like, I'm going to get in anyway. So I got in, and it was really cold. Like, very, very cold. But anyway, we got in, had a little swim. It was really nice as well, really refreshing. So we went for a swim around, and I had that moment. I always had that moment, like you're just saying, about you get halfway around, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> it was really deep. <laughs> anyway, you push past it, and it's good for you. Good for mentality-wise, keep pushing past something that scares you, etc. Got back round. I've been in for maybe 20 minutes, and there's this guy there who... Had who had no wetsuit on and was jumping in. And right. I thought, oh, wow, I'm going to do that. And my friend was like, are you sure you want to do that? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. So I get out, I take my wetsuit off. And I stand next to the guy who's doing it. And I went, have you got any tips, mate? Have you got any tips? He went, just get in, mate. You're already cold, out. you? Just get in. I thought, oh, it's easy then. Oh, it's easy. Where is this going? So I run in and I jump in. Now, I'm already extremely cold everywhere. <laughs> and imagine a belly flop but a belly flop guys out there a belly flop in the wrong area I didn't actually belly flop but that's how it felt Ooh. in a belly flop in my most tender of areas and I felt physically sick like you've been winded no just the pain was like I just can't relate painful. I can't relate you can't relate guys out there you'll be able to relate hopefully well not hopefully actually and then, yeah, so I then stayed in for another two minutes, just, like, trying to ground myself, trying to breathe. Is it like when you stand on a plug and you have to, like, really talk yourself out of it, like, distraction? Not, uh, a little bit, yeah, but it just mm. makes you feel sick to the pity stomach. Um, and I eventually got out and then I was like, I'm shaking, I think I'd gone too far with my experience for the day. But anyway, it was really good, really good fun. And then we sat out and just had, like, a cup of tea. What was sunshine. your friend's reaction to this? Because she's a girl, right? So was she just like, oh, shut up, Kay? Um, I don't think I really told her. I think I just thought <laughs> I was just going to get on with it. She's like, oh, his face is a bit weird. <laughs> he looks a bit in pain. <laughs> um, and she'd reacted amazingly to it. She was brilliant. And as in, like, we know why that is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I just shouldn't have gone that far. I shouldn't have taken my... You leave your ego at the door. Don't take your wetsuit off and jump in. Yeah, is that your top tip? That's my top tip for anybody going down to Stony Cove. Don't do it yet. It's my first time for a while. And also, don't think about the bottom because all I would think about is there. There's a double de- double decker bus. Yeah. But it's perfectly safe, and the benefits. I mean, afterwards you're absolutely buzzing. You're buzzing. There's nothing mm. quite like a, the adrenaline of maybe I'll do it one day. Freezing cold water. Because there's also like, it's, there's not a shallow end, right? <laughs> no, it's not. A no, pool, I mean, it's shallow but... to get in. Oh, is but then it? Once, oh, you okay. set, once you get off, you're in. Oh, okay. Well, you're very brave. Well done. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. It's great. We're going to go back again this week. Are you? Yeah. Because I figure once you've done something that's difficult, mm. it's a waste to then stop. I also think, how many times can you do something and then it's a hobby, you know? Can you say that's a hobby now? I will call it a hobby to everybody that asks. Yeah. What are you no, into? It's that cold, sure, just sure cold, identity now. Just cold water swimming. It's not a big deal, is it? <laughs> Done it once. Yeah, I sent a picture to my friend, actually. And he, he's really good at, like, keeping me down, you know, keeping me grounded. He's like, oh, man, oh, wow, you're so free-spirited. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, I'm so spiritual. Let's see if you can keep it up, then. I'll have to ask you yeah, in built pressure the podcast. Now, I? Yeah, you really have. I'll just be around Draycott. <laughs> Manor. Manor? No. What's it called? Reservoir. Water. water. Drink hot water. I'll be around there instead. I don't know if you can swim in that one. No one was swimming in it because there was nothing to look at. <laughs> the most boring swim of all time. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe she'd go and do it so I'd have something to watch. Mm. Yeah. Something to laugh at. Yeah. People might be wondering, actually, this podcast is called Finding Your Inner Space. People might actually be wondering what inner space it actually is. Emily, you're better at explaining things like this than me. <laughs> um, what is inner space? If you had to explain it to a child... I thought you were going to say to an alien because most people oh, an alien. Children are like aliens, speaking as a primary school teacher. Uh, so inner space is a physical place, which we're in right now. And that's where I carry out my massages because I'm a masseuse. And um, also I teach breath work as well and meditation. So that happens here. Within the physical inner space? Yes. You're giving me a funny... I, I didn't mean to give you a funny look. <laughs> so what am I saying that's wrong? I didn't mean to. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's the physical space. And then I like to think of it as a mental space or place within you. So So can you characterise inner space for what it isn't? In your body, the physical. Yeah, what, what isn't? If, if somebody was ex- experiencing a lack of inner space... Yeah, okay, so they wouldn't feel particularly grounded or at one with themselves. They might feel lost, burnt out. Um, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. They might be lying to themselves quite a lot. Tired, exhausted, pains all over. And tightness of chest. Oh, I could go on all day with all these. <laughs> this is great. We can't list you the positive. But we can <laughs> yeah. certainly list you the negatives. Well, I guess the benefit of listing the negatives is how inner space can help you because, as I've mentioned, the massage, the meditation, the breath work. There's also Kane's yoga, and the courses and retreats that we both run together, and they're all things that can help with. Finding your inner space. Which would be, we like to think, as feeling a sense of lightness, less anxiety-ridden lives, which we're all facing. I've just got that because Darren Brown does a pot, does this <laughs> interview. Is it, I, I, what was I watching? Something on Amazon. I watched Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen, Hell's Kitchen, and there's adverts, and it's, a, it's always Darren Brown advertising his podcast, mm. and he always says... Help you to live less anxiety-ridden lives. That's where it's come from. Darren Brown, isn't he a magician? No, he's an illusionist. Oh. But he's like... He he knows his his shit. (laughs) For lack of a better way of putting it. Like, um, he's banging to, like, you know, meditation and all that. Spiritual. He's on a spiritual path. He's spiritual. A spiritual... Not guru, but I think somebody who's got a lot of good that he's doing in the world. Away from his just... Because he's about the mind, right? Maybe he should be in inner space. Though, really. Maybe we should book Darren Brown. If anybody out there knows Darren Brown... Yeah, he'd be a wicked guest. He would, actually, although I'd be scared that he'd make me into a chicken. Really? I think I'd be more scared if he'd like, read my mind. Or... Yeah, and go, oh, you're lying to yourself. What, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, like, oh. You think you're a yoga teacher? You're not. Yeah, you're actually, oh no, uh, let's not have him on. Darren Brown, you're not welcome. Unless you say good things. Unless you say you two were born to do this. <laughs> yeah. You are healers. <laughs> Pass, go forth and spread the spread the the joy. <laughs> I didn't know what you were gonna say. So I guess we need to talk about why we're doing this podcast or the format or. Yeah, so we originally we we, we con- conceived. <laughs> Did we? Because <laughs> we didn't conceive. 
Um, that's a good point, actually, to point out that Emily and I are not partners. We are not. People often think we are or mistake me for her partner. Which we is, are not. Which is weird. We are, which is weird because he's one of my best friends as well. We're not. We are business partners. Yes. Uh, Emily started in a space. She, she's the owner. She's a founder. And I'm sort of the, you know, the tea boy <laughs> of, of, of inner space. Which I think is inappropriate. I've worked so hard to become the tea boy of inner space, and I'm really happy with it. You did make a tea. So. I actually did make the teas today, so yeah, I'm tea did. boy. And so we thought it'd be a cool way for sharing one of the things that we do here, which is journaling. And we want to make this podcast, or this podcast is, an opportunity for you guys to journal along with us and uh, with guests. So we're going to have guests in future and a chance for them to open up to tell us about their lives, to tell us about their fears, their anxieties, that sort of thing, and what they do ultimately to live live happier lives. Yeah, so this first, this first podcast is just us, and then the next one we'll be introducing some really interesting guests. We've got plenty lined up, um, which I won't talk about now. So today we're going to be doing our very first journal prompt which is, is anxiety a superpower? So we'd like to invite you at home to join along with us. So we're going to have a short pause now before we start to journal ourselves and then we'll discuss what we've written. And if you want to, to do this, you can like write a paragraph of how you feel. So just stream of consciousness, whatever comes to mind, or you can do like a, a mind map, you can draw a picture, whatever it is you like. You can pause us and yeah, just sort of, Spit onto a page, whatever you like, and then we will join. Spit on your page sounds bad. <laughs> sounds uh, <gross. laughs> Sounds awful. Don't physically spit on your page. Um, just let it all out, and then we, we, we're going to do the same. We're going to have a cup of tea and uh, do the same thing, and we'll be back with you after this. Welcome back. So we've had a cup of tea, we've done some writing and now we're ready to discuss what we've written. So we'll have to see if it's similar to what you've written at home or it might be different. Either way, I'm sure it'll be interesting. So Kane, can anxiety be a superpower? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I've written down here, no, it's really awful. Is that it? Is that all you've That's written, all written in all that time? In all that, that we time. Had? We had 20 minutes there worth of journaling, but no, it's awful. No, um, I'm being glib. Um, I wrote down like pro, not pros and cons, but I, I don't want people to think, A, well, I don't want people to think, A, that we are in any way therapists or counsellors. That's really important to say, right? And B, that we're sort of saying, oh, wow, you know, anxiety is amazing, etc., etc. We're obviously going to talk about how it's been a positive influence on our lives as people who have experienced, I mean, everybody experiences anxiety, but as two people who have experienced, I'll speak for myself, as somebody who has experienced anxiety to a heightened level to the point where you know it's past normal um, limits, if you like. So we're obviously going to talk about how that's been a positive and I hope people have put similar as well at home or can view it as a, as a positive. But at the same time, it's really bad, isn't it? Like, mm. you know, there's no getting away from it that feeling anxiety, although we feel anxiety every every day, feeling anxiety to the point where you might be having an anxiety attack is something that is really and that it's not it's not a positive experience, is it? It's not a definitely not in the moment. Not in the moment and not 
you know, not not if you're living your life ruled by it, which I think can easily happen. Well, that's what I put, actually. I put, no, it's debilitating. Yes, exactly. Is that all you put? <laughs> I was actually for no. <laughs> no, it's shit. So, I th- I th- yeah, I think we can get the no out of the way because people, I'm sure people are predictably thinking we're going to talk about the good stuff, which we are, because there is so much, so many positives. In yeah, and I think, or I'd hope that everyone probably knows, knows the no's. They know the no. Yeah. They know the no. They're is, in the no. They're in the no about the no. And know. they know the no. Quite clearly they know the no. So yeah. if you know the no. This is a deep podcast. Don't we're getting really deeper, deep. deeper and deeper and <laughs> deeper. Um... So yeah, so yeah, I, I don't want to make light of this of it of it. It's not very nice. And anybody that's experiencing it on a regular basis to a heightened level, um, I have nothing but not sympathy, because I don't feel sorry for you, but I'm not clicking my pen. I thought I just had Told a clip. clicking my pen. Um what was I saying? Yeah, it's not, I, I feel for those people and I guess we, we do we, we do what we do to try and help in whatever way we Absolutely. And also, I think if we hadn't experienced um, what we have with our own anxiety, then we won't be where we are today and won't be able to put ourselves in the shoes of our clients. So is this um, the superpower element then for you? Yeah, definitely. I don't think I'd be in this job without experiencing what I had. Um, And I guess an example of that is... um, I've just released a burnout course, but I put out a video for that. And in that, I explained about my own story of um, burnout. I mean, I've had burnout multiple times, but the first one where I just had to sleep three months um, because it was that bad. And without going through that journey, I don't think I could have understood or related to people that are going to do this course. And people in everyday life as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not just, yeah. It's not just people that might use inner space as a as a to, as a as a business, if you like. It's certainly helping. Like friend, I mean, it's everywhere, isn't it? You know, people are experiencing it's being human. Yeah, and people are experiencing mental health issues all the time, all the time. I don't think yeah that one in four figure. I don't know if it's my circles. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's an echo chamber of mentally ill people. Everyone I know. And we love you. We love all of you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, well, that's that's exactly it. Like, um, when the first time I experienced, I was aware of the anxiety that I was feeling, it was like a, a, a point of, like, it became debilitating. And one of the things that got me through, or one of the things that helped me as a shining light at that point was somebody said to me, um, one day you'll be able to use this to help other people. Oh, and here you are. And here I am, trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 you know, it's a humbling experience and it's, um, yeah, it was so, something that helped me to feel like it could be of some sort of use. It could be harnessed at some point down the road because it I certainly wasn't useful. it's also like, it's an emotion and a feeling that, you know, as a human, it's, I think it's interesting to explore you know, as many feelings and emotions yeah, as you can. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, Matt Haig says that. Matt Haig talks about Does how it, he, am he I wants to... him or... He says something very similar. He talks about oh, really? how he wants to experience everything that life has to offer. You know, some days, some days you just want to sit on the sofa and eat crisps and watch crap TV mm. and feel a bit crap. It's very relatable. Very relatable. Some and, and there'll be times in many people's lives where it, it over overspills to being an actual 
you know, mental illness. Mm. And yeah, obviously you don't want to get that far. But if you do, the superpower in it for me is what it then creates for yourself. Like the bravery opens up, the vulnerability opens up and where it can then take you. Particularly in terms of helping other people. Yeah, I think as well. I mean, with my anxiety, it really fuels me. God, I don't know how I'd... I think I'd be just such a limp wet lettuce if I didn't have it. Because it's just the the motivation behind everything I do. It really is my energy source, which I'm not sure if that's healthy or not really, but... Energy in terms of it dry it drives you to help other people or it drives you to be do better it drives yeah both it? but uh, better myself uh, but in bettering myself naturally that's helping other people as well mm-hmm. oh yeah I can't ima- I just can't imagine a life <laughs> without it but this is the thing everybody experiences it anyway yeah. don't they but yeah. I think we're we're talking about points of crisis mm. that we've both been at. There's different levels. It's certainly sure. that it's a, it's a continuum and people hover around different parts of it at different times, I think. Is it continuum, a spectrum? Uh, it's just there. It's just there. there. I've, I mean, I, I use the... When I'm, when I'm at school or when I've delivered... So my, my former role was assistant head teacher at a primary school. And in that, I, I, I led well-being or attempted to lead well-being um, as best you can in a primary school. And that part of that that training that I would try and give to staff was understanding this idea that mental health isn't healthy or unhealthy. It's um, feeling, it's healthy, then it's coping, then it's struggling, and then it's unwell. And we all fall in that continuum or spectrum, whatever you want to call it, at different times in our lives. You know, peak pandemic time, I'm sure lots Mm. of people were in the struggling, just about coping and coming out of it you know, potentially even even, even now, to be honest. Exactly. The, the, in the aftermath. The aftermath of it, so. So, go, so superpower-wise, you think it is or you think it's not? Well, considering I only got one no. No. <laughs> I absolutely think it's a superpower and I do see so many positives in it and also I see it in so many of the people that I meet. It's... Mm-hmm. Um... It's hard to put into words sometimes, isn't it? Because it's such a unique... Well, it's such a unique feeling, but also felt by so many people. It's just everyone that everyone's own experience of it. Yeah, and it's inspirational when you see somebody facing their fears, whether that is, you know, jumping off of a tall building on a bungee rope. Oh, you're really making me feel anxious today, today with your Or do you know what? Or if it was what it was for me at some time, just going to the shop. That that filled oh, me with so much anxiety at a certain point in my life. That and I know people that you know for them you know, going to works really at the moment really anxious for them or whatever it is. When you know when you see somebody battling with that and you see people overcoming that, I just find it really inspiring. Yeah, and absolutely. Bravery doesn't have to be. I give you a uh, lion taming. Oh, oh! I thought you were going to say, you know, jumping off a cliff again. Or... Oh, whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be. It can just be, you know, some days for some people, it's just facing the day. And I find that humbling, I think. Or just surviving. So they, getting yeah, out of bed. Yeah, getting out of bed for some people. But for a lot of people, myself included at a certain time. Yeah. It's a different measure for all. Hmm. Can't really measure it. Oh, it'd be so interesting to hear what everyone else has got to say. Everyone listening to this. Perhaps... 
If you'd like to share, you could email in or send a direct message on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, take us a picture of your journal entry if you like. Yeah. We don't want, you know, we, we, we don't want... You share whatever you want to share in these sessions. Like, I think Emily and I are quite... We're quite open with our struggles. Um, yeah, we'll talk to anybody about how we... I know, and I know that's not... It might not be typical... We just oh, overshare us. Oversharing, <laughs> so tell us to be quiet. But, you know, share, share whatever, as li- little or as much as you want to. But we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah, just be interesting to hear what everyone else has to say. Absolutely. you might have something much more interesting to say. More in depth. <laughs> yeah, much more in depth than what we've got to say. Yeah. Oh. So, can anxiety be a superpower... Yes, you, no, you, you why? <laughs> yes, no, why? Draw us a picture, draw us a picture. That'd be cute. Get, yeah. get your colouring pencils and out. Just send us a picture. Cute. Or something. Oh, so next week we've got Sophie Rains of the Conscious Collective mm. in. Our first guest. That's a weird noise I just made. What, what noise was it? I went, mmm. <laughs> Poor he Sophie. He said Sophie Rains and I went, mmm. <laughs> Sorry, that's, Sophie. That's a bit creepy. That's a bit creepy. <laughs> that, that, I didn't mean that to be creepy in the slightest. I'm not I, sure that's a good introduction. I do, impo- do apologise. Maybe we should stop the podcast. <laughs> I was humming along because I know that it's going to be a really good podcast. And I know she's. I think what you were thinking about was her new incense holders. Oh, that we both yeah. <laughs> the incense holders are banging. I don't Bang, usually use a banging word, banging incense holders. But they're incredible, I think. And I just Maybe know she's. Lovely. I know her personal story is one that a lot of people are going to relate to. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone's going to love it. Absolutely. So we'll introduce her next week. Yeah. When that one comes out. If in the meantime you nip to Draycott Water, Water, or Stony Stanton, it's not Stony Stanton, Stony Cove, or do anything that you want us to chat about on the podcast. If you have a really boring experience. <laughs> If you accidentally belly flop on the wrong part of your body, just we, we want to know. <laughs> we want to know anything. Just tell us anything, and we'll. Yeah. Or if you think of any journal prompts yes. that you might like to explore, yes. it's almost like you know, asking us a question, but we'll just overshare. Well, we will overshare. What do you want us to overshare about? Yeah, so I think next week we're going to be talking about how uh, how um, mental health issues show up in the body, which I've. You know, I've explored that at the start of this today, but we can we can go a lot further than that. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, see you next week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.